for the most part, the basics of what we need. We've got a few other pieces of equipment that have helped to amplify even what we need. But now we're kind of in this refinement thing. So whether you're new or whether you have been creating videos for a while, we're going to go ahead and dive into some different gear and equipment that you need that's going to help you simplify the video creation process. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast, where I help you simplify the video creation process to help you reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. From learning to use your camera to simplifying video strategies to help you grow your brand and share your vision using video. So let's jump right into today's episode. All right, all right, all right. Welcome entrepreneurs to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, that's the most, that's Diana Gladney. I'm super pumped and excited to be here as I always am as we dive into some of the gear tech things when it comes to the holidays that's coming up. It's really interesting because you do not have to wait for the holidays anymore for them to get the deals. It used to be, and I remember it was so fun, like hashtag telling my age, but uh, I don't kind of don't care. <laughs> so, but you remember those Sears magazines that used to come out every year and it was just this thick holiday book of a bunch of stuff from all categories and adults would be looking at appliances and pots and stuff. You have to wonder is like, as a kid, it's like, what is so exciting about a new pot set or what is so exciting about a new uh, washer and dryer set? And now as adults, we understand and even better for those of us that are tech nerds who have now where you can even technically hook your stuff up so you can run it through apps. It's a beautiful world that we live in from a technology aspect, but we don't have to wait for the Sears magazines anymore. All that stuff switched from, you know, more in-person and shopping in stores. And even, I don't know if people still do it, but I've seen videos where people are still kind of wild and, and crazy when it comes to shopping. And so they will um, start, you know, waiting outside the door, which is not a big deal, but they're bum rushing to get a bunch of stuff. Again, depending on how old you are, you remember from the Tickle Me Elmo craze of people literally fighting parents and beating them down to get a Tickle Me Elmo <laughs> toy. It was, uh, you would have thought it was gold in the, the stomach of Elmo or something, but it's neither here nor there. But we don't have to do any of that stuff anymore. We can go ahead and make great videos uh, with the stuff that we have. And we can do that by ordering on websites like Amazon or literally anywhere. And Amazon really flipped the holiday deals on its head by one, having better prices. Sometimes, you know, not having to pay uh, sales tax, depending on what state that you're located. Like if you're here in the U.S. Now, the shipping's customs and all of that, you know, may the Lord bless you and keep you always because that's a whole nother a conversation. However, over here in the States, you can get past a lot of that stuff legally and thankfully by ordering online. And once they kind of figure that out, you don't have to wait for truly after Thanksgiving or anything. They just started making up holidays like Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day and Prime Week and Early Prime and <laughs> Cyber Monday and a bunch of other stuff that now is just whenever they feel like it they can put stuff on sale. And we're seeing a lot of that now uh, where a lot of stuff is already on sale. You don't have to wait for it. And I think that's super uh, great for those of us that are looking to refine our setups uh, and even some of the goals and the things that we have. So I have a couple notes here. We're not going to do any slides or nothing like that, but it's three primary areas that I see when it comes to 
the types of gear and equipment, especially for content creating entrepreneurs, where I see uh, us needing stuff as, and that's upgrades, goals, and organization. Those are the three primary areas is upgrades, your goals, and then from an organization standpoint, not like your company organization, but literally getting your stuff organized. Recently had to the pleasure to go back out to uh, Spokane, Washington, and that was kind of like the central focus of the what I was doing out there. Uh, Ray and I had, you know, chatted about some different things, and it's just like there's some stuff. Like the last time I was there, I'm like, there's some stuff in the office just need to be helped, you know, brought together as far as the the organization. And so it's not like a cable management only kind of a thing, but just even from all of the equipment and the things that we bought, one of the things I I was very very adamant and have remained adamant on teaching especially at the beginning of the pandemic was if you're buying stuff, make sure you're not just spot buying things or as stuff comes out, Oh, that'll be cool for fill in the blank. And then you just go buy it instead, actually investing in what is a good and what is a great system of gear and equipment that's going to work for you. Now, for most of us, we pretty much have a, a fairly bulletproof setup when it comes to um, our live streaming setups, we have the great microphones like the Shure SM7B. We've been recently testing out a new interface that you'll see come out on the YouTube channel in a bit, which is awesome. Um, I've been using my same camera, the Sony a6400 since 2019, and it just is a workhorse. I don't care what I throw at this camera, it just can handle it. And like, there's not much need to upgrade these kinds of cameras unless you just want to or you want new features. But when it comes to the upgrade side of things, there's better microphones out there. Or even if it's just sometimes a slight difference in the gear, it makes a, a huge difference. Now, there's three type, types of microphones, depending on how educated you are in video. You may already have some of all of these. You may have duplicates of these just because a lot of us, when we get into video content and stuff, we get, we get uber excited about the gear and we just get into a buy frenzy known as gas or gear acquisition syndrome. And so we just start buying a bunch of stuff. And sometimes when you buy duplicates, you have the pleasure of testing and trying and seeing what you like. Me being an untreated office space, um, I really get a chance to put audio through the nitty gritty um, and see how I like it, how I don't. Cause I'm not putting foam and all that stuff up against the walls. I'm not doing all that. Like <laughs> it, it is what it is, but I'm not doing all that. Cause to an extent it's like, it's a home office first. And it's like, I record my videos in here 199% of the times almost, but it's like to do that. It's like, I just personally, I have never wanted to, I'd rather invest in good audio equipment that solves that problem. And something as simple as like on the vlog channel, and I'm just like documenting my experience. Um, I recently tried out a new microphone that I've had for a while, but I finally went ahead and put it to the test. Now you can't tell the difference until I take it off. And for those of you listening to the audio version of the podcast, I'm just showing the Movo VXR10 Pro microphone that um, is the upgrades allegedly to the microphone that I've been using I think also since 2019, which is the mobile VXR 10. And so it, this has a headphone port on it. It also has the regular line out on it. That's the 3.5 millimeter regular microphone ports on there, but it also has a headphone port on there. So those of you that have cameras that don't have a headphone port on it, depending on what kind you're using. So something like the ZV one, 
This will be cool. Get a headphone port. You can listen to your audio. Make sure it's good. Only problem with this is all shotgun style microphones aren't created equal. And I found that to be true with this one. And especially when you're coming to stuff like you already have a great microphone. Maybe you want multiples or maybe you're getting multiple camera setups or just not for multiple camera angles like in your home office studio. But your upgrade is when you travel. A lot of us now, if we were doing speaking um, like during the pandemic and stuff in our offices, which a lot of us still do podcast interviews and stuff, then this setup, like I said, in the office is pretty much bulletproof. It's not until you now want to go on the road that you start to introduce potential new things. Do you really want to keep deconstructing and reconstructing your setup? For most of us, the honest answer is no. We'll do it a couple times and you're like, okay, this is like enough of this. I'm ready for <laughs> something else. I'm ready to switch it up. And so I went ahead and got another microphone because I wanted to make sure that if I have a microphone already on my camera, like I do with the ZVE-10, the mobile VXR-10 uh, stays on here all the time. It's my favorite uh, little shotgun microphone. And it's great because it rejects uh, better background noise than I've tested with some other uh, microphones. All of them are usually like omnidirectional for the most part, which means it picks up audio from all around essentially. However, the difference is um, this one rejects background noise better from the back of the microphone, which means it's not going to pick up as much room um, or noise, if you will. With the Mobile VXR10 Pro, uh, it's a super cardioid, so it does pick up a bit more audio from the rear. Where this is cool is when I'm behind the camera and let's say if I'm, I'm traveling like Doc and I were in Washington doing the vlog and he's talking and I'm talking. You can hear both of us. That's great. But in an environment like in the office, things are different. Now, this is minimal, minimal differences, but it's just the making those efficiency changes and efficiency improvements of in the office. The mobile VXR 10 is the go to and just about anywhere else that I want to for the most part, reject background noise. Maybe if I'm blogging and I know I'm going to be uh, interacting with uh, some of my friends, family, peers, whatever, uh, that's a great way to now maybe introduce something like this. Or if you're handing it off to somebody, like at a conference or something, you're just having them hold it and just kind of make sure the audio is good with some simple iPhone headphones or something. Then that at that point, it's good because they can hear, even if your camera, something like the ZV-1, or um, I'm not even going to recommend the, the Sony's, what is it, ZV-1F? Yeah, that's not on my recommendations list. So if you're asking, I don't recommend it. <laughs> the ZV-1 is still the go-to point and shoot when it comes to that specifically for video. So <clears throat> what are you doing that is going to require an upgrade? Not necessarily because of what you have doesn't work, but what you have could use a second or a third of whatever that thing is to be more efficient. For me, I'm not gonna use this. This will probably just be in the rare instances that I need a secondary microphone, or maybe I'm speaking and I'm just picking up room audio or something, then it will be cool for that because I don't have to dismantle anything else to get a microphone source. And I don't have to you know, dismantle maybe my vlogging setup for something like this, but I'm just going to get another Movo VXR 10 to use for the other cameras. I'm looking and not even looking. We're going to be investing in the Sony FX 30, the cinema camera that recently came out. That's going to be the go-to camera for 
anything else that we're doing in the business. And so when you start adding on camera bodies, what are these upgrades that you need that's going to make things that much uh, better? Now, I mentioned earlier when it comes to efficiencies in the what you're doing, because being more efficient is not just about getting more and more and more. I'm very minimal and a minimalist at heart when it comes to gear. I don't like to have a ton of stuff just like now would mind having every camera ever made <laughs> or something just like a wall of cameras or bookshelf of cameras. I'm not opposed to that. However, when it comes to the options, I like to keep it limited to when I, I know I want something that's going to be a point and shoot, it has the range, it's sharp, good autofocus, unlimited recording. I know for a fact, I don't have to think between a bunch of options. It's the ZV-1 without a doubt. And when they maybe make an upgrade to this camera, then that will be the go-to. If I know I want a running gun, almost do everything camera, that's going to be my ZV-E10 for the most part. But if I know I'm looking to uh, really, you know, step up the game and a lot of the stuff that we'll be doing moving forward, we'll be leveraging the Sony FX30, then that's my camera source. If I'm live streaming, it's the A6400. Now, as a content creating entrepreneur, do you need all of this different stuff? Not necessarily, but there's a, how can I say this? There, there's, it's not, there's no monetary figure that can put a price on the value of saving yourself time. And something as simple as not having to go over here, get the camera, uh, get the microphone off the camera, get the cable off of it. Um, oh, let me take this memory card from over here. And you're constantly having to kind of borrow from yourself. There's no monetary value on saving yourself time. And that's the stuff that when it comes to upgrades, I can see a lot of entrepreneurs making upgrades to get maybe an overhead camera because you can get super cheap, maybe used or maybe it's the uh, open box version of something that's usually gently used. All of my cameras, with the exception of the ZV-E10 when that first came out, all of my cameras have been, for the most part, used. Uh, even some of like the Canon cameras that I, that I bought, the M50, um, that one was bought like 30 days after it just came out. A used one popped up. Somebody decided it wasn't for them. And I got the whole creator kit bundle for pennies on the dollar, essentially, of when that camera first came out. Then found a second camera one, a separate Canon M50 body that was gently used. So sometimes you can find exactly what you need just by keeping an open eye. So whatever is on your watch list, start looking at your equipment and your gear based on that kind of setup. Cause that's the stuff that honestly makes what you're buying is not having like this 50, 60 pound gear bag. I think that's ridiculous <laughs> when you're traveling, unless you're doing video work. If you're not doing video work as your go-to thing, you need simple setups that serve what you're actually going to be doing. So if you maybe plan to vlog, have a dedicated vlogging setup that's specific to that. If you plan to live stream, have a dedicated live streaming setup that's sufficient for that. There's, you don't have to get the best of hashtag the best of quote unquote. My primary tripod that has been holding the A6400 for years, and I've had the this tripod since 2017, and it's still in excellent condition, is the Amazon Basics 60-inch tripod. Why? Because I don't need a two, $300 tripod to hold something that's sitting in the exact same spot, doesn't move. Even when I travel and I want to take the A6400, maybe we're doing like a, a video podcast on the go, 
or I'm using it uh, as a second angle for something. And I say, you know what, let me grab this camera. The entire setup from the cables, even like the capture cards and stuff can stay in the exact same spot. I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, when it comes to the efficiencies uh, with the setups, that's why you need sometimes multiples of the what you're doing. Something uh, to be said, like in the camping space, which is two is one and one is none. If you only have like two pairs of socks, then you really only have one because if one goes out, that's all you got. But if you have only one, you don't have anything. Once that goes away, once that one becomes, uh, something happens with it, it goes away. That's all you have. You don't have anything else. So take that same perspective. Two is one and one is none when it comes to the things that you need. So if you only have one capture card, maybe pick up a second one. Those are great additions to add on. I even have one of those $20 can't links. I think mine was like 15 bucks from Amazon because on occasion, if I'm doing like a camera tutorial or something and I'm just needing to record the menu screen of it, I didn't feel like, like not even I didn't feel, I know there's no need for me to spend a hundred bucks simply on a capture card like the cam link only to do that. I'm only going to be showing the menu. The resolution doesn't matter. The um, color shifting that those have doesn't matter. I'm not going to be doing it usually longer than uh, any solid record session over 30 minutes, maybe uh, total with pauses and stuff in the in-between or breaks and stuff. No, I'm not going to be doing anything with it. So I'm like, this will work. And then I wanted to test one when those first came out just to see the viability of it. But am I going to put when I'm getting paid to do uh, a virtual speaking engagement and stuff, am I going to put a $15, $20 can't link, quote unquote, can't fake capture card as my main to go to thing? No. So maybe if you've been using one of those, maybe if you picked up one in the pandemic and you, that's what you've been using for a while, switch over to something that's more reliable because the last thing that you want is something that's unreliable for what you're doing as your only main and go-to source. Now, if you have multiples and multiples of stuff, maybe sometimes your upgrade, quote unquote, is minimizing what you're doing. Sometimes having too many options, too many cam too many cameras, too much gear is more of a hindrance and a hurt than not having enough. Because when you have all of these different options, you say, well, I'm just going to bring all three or four of my cameras when you really only needed one, maybe two. So now you're doubling up on the weight, doubling up on the cables, doubling up on the capture cards, doubling up on AC adapters and everything else for what? Now, if that's what you want, may the Lord bless you and keep you always keep going for the gold. But sometimes a lot of times it's unnecessary. It really is unnecessary. So sometimes your upgrade can just be getting rid of some of that stuff. I cleaned out a lot of stuff this year from lenses that I haven't been using, cameras that I, honestly, like the A6600, it wasn't that it wasn't being used. It just wasn't as efficient as a ZVE 10. If I need and want like a top down camera, like I'm looking at efficiency upgrades as like a top down, like a permanent top down setup, but something that's not like on the floor. So having tripods or even like I don't personally care for, it's just something about uh, me personally. I don't like all these arms and stuff clamped to the desk and it just is like a weird octopus <laughs> constantly at you all the time. I don't like all that stuff. All of my stuff is honestly going further and further more into a minimalized, simple setup. That's just my personal preference and looking into an overhead setup. 
So what am I probably gonna do? I'm gonna pick up probably another ZV-E10 as a top-down uh, camera setup that can just stay there. Why not maybe something like the ZV-1? Because when you look at efficiency upgrades, instead of just um, like, let's say moving from your smartphone to a camera like a ZV-E10, like a more upgrade upgrade path, or traditional upgrade path, why that? Because when you turn off the ZV-1, this is why they really actually need to do uh, an update to this amazing camera. When you turn this camera on, as if I'm gonna turn it on now, and I zoom out, and that's the focal range that it actually needs to be. What happens now when I turn this off, it's gonna retract the lens. And then, like so if this is the top-down shot, yeah, you can leave your camera on for forever, but occasionally I like to shut all my stuff down if I don't need to. But once I turn this camera back on, it's now back at the default 24 millimeter focal length and I would need to rezoom back in to whatever it was previously at and keep doing that. I don't wanna keep doing it. It's all that little micro differences, like what are you doing constantly repeating that needs to be changed? What are you constantly using that it's like, I keep noticing, I need to go flip this light on. I made some changes already um, earlier in the year, if not at the end of last year even. Stuff like the Amazon uh, Alexa plugs and stuff, or whatever it is that you prefer, it's a, a ton of smart devices. So now everything is voice automated. If I want certain lights on and certain lights off, that's set up to a voice automation system. Even to make sure stuff, if I'm forgetting, if I'm tired, and I'm maybe in the office working, but I'm not working on video stuff. At a certain time, that stuff just turns off because it's unnecessary. Maybe I'm just not thinking to turn it off. There's all kinds of efficiency upgrades um, that you can make. So when you're looking at your holiday purchase list of things that you wanna buy, start looking into that and start considering that because I think it's one of the best up updates and upgrades that you can start making is uh, efficiency uh, upgrades. But let's get into this week's gear fix first um, and talk about a few other things you might wanna add to your holiday list. This week's gear fix is brought to you by, actually, I forgot that I slid over, <laughs> brought to you by the video simplified merch. You can go over to diana.link forward slash gear fix and get your favorite piece of gear. We're gonna be introducing some holiday items as well. And I think you all will get a ton of enjoyment value out of those. So make sure you go to diana.link forward slash gear fix. We're gonna be introducing some holiday wares uh, and the like. So if you wanna create post repeat shirt for yourself or maybe a long sleeve or a hoodie, make sure you go to you can go to diana.link forward slash merch or you can go to diana.link forward slash gear fix when you're listening to the podcast and go directly there and get access to said items and for probably a limited time only you got to check out the community tab on the channels we'll be introducing um some small holiday sales so keep an eye up for that as we get into more merch so that's where we are going to leave it for this week's gear fix now, one of the things that I love about gear and the updates and the stuff like that, again, it's efficiencies for me. But when it comes to now, what are some of the, the goals that we have? I absolutely love, I absolutely adore um, sitting down, spending some time, and this, in my opinion, is some of the best uh, business time that you can start putting aside for yourself, is what are some of my content goals? 
based on the goals, this is why the FX30 was a no brainer when that first came out. Number one, because on this camera was a ton of stuff that I wanted for a long time. And I just knew Sony wasn't going to make anything like this. And I'm like, yeah, I highly doubt that Sony actually makes uh, this camera. But I'm going to put this stuff on my wish list anyway. These are the things that I want uh, in an APS-C camera. Lo and behold, they made it. And so because of that, I was super excited. And I'm like, this is my perfect camera. This is my perfect camera. They recently even just came out with the uh, Sony A7R5 that has even 8K recordings. There's some limitations to that. I think like a recording limit on the 8K, but that can do 4K 60. Um, it's really uh, a super powerful camera. I think that camera is like $3,800 or something like that. But that's an awesome camera uh, that recently came out like this past week or so. So when it comes to like your content goals, even if like all of that is beyond what you're trying to do right now, when you think about your content goals, it's not just for like this year, the year afterwards and the year to come. But what um, is your overall for your brand and your business? What are your goals for that? And then looking now back at what are some of the things you maybe you had on your list? What are maybe now you need to get not just that, but the next step up? That's where, like I said, for me, something like that Sony FX30 comes into play because it's based on goals. It's based on goals of I'm not color grading it. I'm not editing those videos and making sure the file and the bit depth and all the extra other things that goes into that camera is available or I'm doing a speaking engagement and having a videographer there with me. So I'm not having to record any content um, for myself unless I actually want to. And so those are like content goals and the things of what I want um, or even doing like on location uh, podcasts and stuff like that. Scheduling some of that. We were able to do some of that with a U screen that was like really cool, super fun. If you saw other creators uh, making videos like at events and stuff. And that's really fun. What's the setup? That's something that's needed for that. Um, when the FX30 came out, there was another XLR a handle unit that has all the audio upgrades and the stuff included with it. And that's something where something like that would be handy. Could you use an audio recorder or take a roadcaster or something? Sure. But lean and mean is the name of the game when you're traveling. Unless somebody else is doing the work and even to that point, they probably still don't want to carry all that stuff with the, the big old cases unless it's absolutely necessary. But what's the name of the game when when it comes to travel content creation? Lean and mean and efficient and high quality. But to get that stuff, what's that gear that you need? So I had been looking into um, handles and stuff like that because it already has the XLR ports on there. You can use uh, microphones like the Shure SM58 or even like the, I think it's like the beta 58s or something like that, which is the handheld microphones. So those are really cool. My Samson Q2U, that would work really well, really well for those. Or if you're using some kind of um, XLR hot, um, not really hot shoe, but an XLR style shotgun microphone, if you will, or pencil style dynamic microphone, similar to a shotgun, but not quite. Those microphones take XLR port. I have one of those. So if we're doing something like that and you want to get the best audio, what are you bringing? What are you using? Stuff like cases, bags, those kinds of things. What are your actual goals with what you're doing, the kind of content that you're creating, 
And how is this going to help you with moving your vision forward using video? That not in addition to not only including the um, the gear updates and stuff that you'll make to your efficiency, but now what's like the goals? The FX30 will be a camera that you can use for who knows how long. Truth be told, that's why I like the cameras like the A6400, the ZVE10, even are cameras that you can use for years. You don't have to worry about upgrading because you're, even though it's the quote unquote entry level cameras or somewhere along that range, it has features that similar to the Sony A6600, which is a camera that cost roughly like $1,300 or something, I think, or $1,100 um, for that camera. And the features, you can get it in a $600 camera. Or maybe if you find it used, you can get even something even better. So that's the kind of stuff. And then lastly, organization. I think this is probably going to be some of the biggest um, purchases that content creating entrepreneurs can make is going to be in organization. Not, like I said, only from cable management, not like files or folders and stuff like that. But cable management will be pretty big once you start looking at what are all the things that, that you need. It may not just be digital organization only. So stuff like um, like a mm, like Dropbox is cool. But what if you need something like the NAS, which is a network uh, attached storage or I believe this is the correct thing for that. But if you have something like that, now you have multiple on top of multiple terabytes, which is a terabyte. For those of you that don't know, one terabyte is 1000 gigabytes. So if you have something that's like a RAID system or like a net network attached storage a system that NAS, whatever it is, now you have multiple multiples of terabytes at the ready. You don't have to worry about saving something to like a one terabyte or two terabyte external uh, SSD or an external hard drive. Or if you have a video editor or maybe your team is maybe more local and that's something that you all are able to leverage, they can uh, attach to that system that you all are able to use and pull and get resources. If you're a solo content creating entrepreneur right now, that may be a bit much, but depending on your content production, it may not be. So you can maybe start with somebody that's at what we call flex time, which is they aren't quite part-time or full-time. They're just picking up so many hours per month. But part-time is one thing, and then full-time, you know, obviously is full-time. So like when it comes to like the organization side of stuff, now it may be if you had a monitor that maybe is too small for all of the stuff that you're trying to do, it would be better to get something that's more up to date and better for that. Go for the gold, get a new monitor, uh, maybe make sure it's more color accurate. So if you are trying to like make adjustments to the color of your videos, it's easier to see even when you get stuff back from like your editors or what have you, or if you're editing it yourself, you can now have more of a color accurate monitor because if you look at your videos on your phone versus when you look at them on your computer and you notice like it looks different it looks different yeah there's a difference because of the screens and stuff but you want it to look for the most part the same no matter what that device is but if you have like an older monitor it's not that great color accuracy is and all of that then it can tend to make colors look a little bit more wonky so even stuff like that can be more to the organization side of things uh, when it comes to the the upgrades or like 
my thing again is I'm real big on efficiencies. Like I'm really, 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 really big on efficiencies. Like it is one by far, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> one of the most uh, important like style of purchases that I believe in uh, content creating entrepreneurs can make because it's extremely important. When we start doing stuff that is a waste of time, when we're constantly repeating to have to, oh, let me go over here and get that. Or where did I leave this? Maybe one battery charger that I, I'm like, oh, well, where is that? Let me go over here. Like that kind of stuff adds to better organization. Maybe you're doing something like what I'm building in my uh, home office studio, which is a, a battery station where you have every battery type that maybe you have has its own dedicated housing space so that you know if I need a battery, it's all right there. Stuff is better organized. And just knowing that I can go to this one area and it doesn't have to be huge, it can be small. Um, if I'm going over to this one area, I know all of my stuff is together. All of my stuff is in one area. Organization also means having backup to cables. If you only have one HDMI cable and you know you're doing a ton of live streams and a lot of videos that use a live stream style setup, when that cable starts to go out or we see a lot of comments, a lot of questions in like the Ecamm uh, community, Facebook on Facebook. And sometimes like, have you tried another cable? Have you tried another USB cable? Have you tried another HDMI cable? And they're like, no, I haven't. It's like, you probably should try one. You got another one? It's like, no, I only have the one. This is when the organization part comes to handy. Two is one, one is none. Have better organization setups for what you're trying to do just to keep things super simple. It's a lot more stuff. We're going to be doing the after Thanksgiving after the like the Cyber Monday and all those after holiday deals. Uh, we'll be doing that on the main channel. Usually those run for the Friday Live, which are bringing back the Friday Live helpcast to the main uh, YouTube channel. So I'm very excited about that. But I think this is as far as I can push my voice for <clears throat> excuse me this week's episode. I'm still trying to get over this cold. You probably can hear it a little bit. But thankfully, um, I at least sound like myself more. My, my ears are clogged. So audio and all this stuff is very weird right now. But um, this is as far, like I said, as I can push my voice um, for this week's episode. So that's what I'm going to call it for uh, this week's episode on the podcast. And as I love to end all of my podcast episodes, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. So set your sails according to that guy's little passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, but the value doesn't stop there. For more in-depth trainings, courses, and growing your brand using video, join the Video Simplified community at videosimplified.live.